All right, saddle up to the bar. It is time for another episode of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Oh, that's some high life tap right there. Very Miller high life, yeah. Yeah, uh, when my, I race know, Rachel on later, you know, I just I thought serious classing up of the joint needed to happen, so I went out and got a six pack of Miller High in the bottle. Y'all settle down. In I think the she's a Bush's chick, though. I know she is for sure. So, uh, someone on the show today suggested go go get the High Life. I was like, you know what, man, sounds great. I you know I want Zach to jump on the screen with us actually. So people, Zach, we jump on. This is our producer Zach. So the the man so behind the Zach whole is the, the man behind the man behind the other man <laughs> and. Zach and I were roommates uh, when I was in grad school. Zach was finishing up uh, at IU, and they were uh, my, partners. Well, my wife was gone. I, I needed something, and so the um, so Zach and I were reminiscing about all the terrible beer we've had together. And I oh. think, do you still have the picture of Cooks? Oh man, I got rid of it. Okay, well, let's. Yeah. I, oh, okay, yeah. I, I just I do have the picture. Of you have it up, Zach. Like Put the horrible there. things that you drink because they're like six dollars a case when you're in graduate. By the school, way, you make sure you're watching us on Spotify or Twitter or whatever you're. Yeah, you know, this is definitely available or Twitch. However, you may be hanging out with us. Horse racing happy hour. Louis Rabot, Mike Andalfo, hanging out with Zach, our uh, heady producer down there in Austin, Texas. The uh, racing Rachel will be along later. Oh, she forgot that there was a freaking stakes race in the quarter horse race at the end of the day. I Oopsie. Love it. So the beauty of today, by the way, at, at Horseshoe. If anyone's, are you jumping all over the place or what? I am. I am. Are we going with crappy beer? Are we going with horseshoe? What are we doing? We're doing doing both. Look, it's the beginning of the show. Rachel's not here yet. Um, There's Cooks. Literally enjoy real beer flavor. Real beer flavor. So I don't know if it's actually beer or if it's just (laughs) beer flavored. No one's ever told me. But there we we are. never looked it up. No, we it didn't was, care. Right. It, it, was it worked. Three dollars a twenty-four pack. (laughs) Three dollars a twenty-four pack. We, it was like three ninety nine or something. Yeah, it was it was bad. It, it tasted like three ninety nine too. That's the thing. And so, uh, but we were talking the every college in the Big Ten had a dirty thirty. So it was the thirty pack yep. that for some reason was the cheapest wherever you went. So yep. at Michigan State when I was there, it was it was Bush Light. And then when I moved to Indiana, it was Keystone Light. And so it was eight bucks a thirty pack at Michigan State, maybe seven. And then it was about eight or nine when I got to Indiana. I remember oh, when it absolutely. hit ten bucks, thinking, "How are people going to live?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I paid over a dollar a beer today at Walmart to get freaking high life. So yep. that was uh, three times the price of what we were doing about you know twenty years ago. So mine's still Red Dog, yeah. uncommonly <laughs> smooth. <laughs> These yeah, terrible we would- things. We would but, do the 30 stones, and if you went to the football game, all oh. the frats would have garbage cans full of them. Yeah. You'd just watch them dump are like you, 300. You've got a football team? A no, that's why you would just yeah. go and tailgate. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it got so bad at IU, they started to require that you buy a football ticket to tailgate. Yes. And guys would get the $5 student tickets, tailgate, and never go inside. Yes. <laughs> um, and Absolutely the case. My, my favorite memory of IU football was we were at we were playing Illinois, and a bunch of Illinois fans comes up. Uh, anybody course, yeah. who, who knows anything about IU knows that IU never takes pictures when it's, it's them and any other school or when it's, when it's just their crowd, they take pictures when Ohio state comes because Ohio state wears red, red. Yeah. and it looks like a sold out stadium. <laughs> so totally Illinois is there. They almost outnumber us. And they were wearing these shirts that said, uh, uh, fuck IU losers. Oh, we're now explicit. Jesus. Now put that up there. Drink. Sorry. How explicit. And, and no, but uh, Illinois is one of those kinds of fan bases. They had a t-shirt the for everything. Fighting red yes. Rangers. And so I, mean, I got <laughs> so drunk while Dick I was tailgating. Buckus. 
I saw them walking out of the, the stadium and I was going, who's the losers now? <laughs> who's the losers now? And he was actually saying losers, but he was so drunk. It just came out as losers. Exactly. Yes. So that's right. <laughs> that's my Keystone Lights. Oh, well, there you go. Thanks for jumping life. on, Zach. I appreciate you. Bro. Middle High Life known as the Champagne of beers. and Champagne. That's right. Illinois it's is... made in the Champagne region of Milwaukee. I don't know if and people know that. Yeah. Illinois is in Champagne, Illinois. So, Dude, we suggest that there would be a bunch of restaurants and bars based on the Champagne name. So you would have a bar called the Champagne of Beers. You would have a strip club called the Champagne Room. You mm-hmm. would have uh, a breakfast place called Champagne Toast. Like all kinds of these things. Mimosa. Yeah, right. That were based on the word Champagne, and it just never took off. I, I probably should have started that chain of Have you been to Illinois? Of course, yeah. yeah. I um, Yeah, a couple times. My uh, wife's family reunion happened in Champaign a couple of times. Okay. So I pl- I've actually played the University of Illinois golf course, believe it or not. Oh, so. there you go. Look at I'm you. You're fancy. I am pretty fancy. I, I, I've I had a beer with that. Tom Jurich at, uh, at the University of Illinois. So, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, when I was still in, high, in college, too. So, Okay. Basketball uh, game or, or football? No, well, football game. I was, okay. you know, I had the year, well, part of a season, I guess I should say, before things kind of went downhill uh, <clears throat> with my cigar smoking buddy, uh, John L. Smith, who was. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we we were there. It was the only time I traveled with a football team. It was. It was great. I did sports medicine stuff, and for people yeah, right. who don't follow the show, I guess that closely, you'd have to really like be in the weeds for that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so race and Rachel's going to be coming on a little bit later. Uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about what happened in Naira last week, or not Naira. I'm sorry, we're going to be talking about what happened Churchill on the Million Day, yeah. Char- Churchill Downs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, although there was some stuff that happened. You know, I wanted Naira. to go back to it because uh, uh, you know we put a poll up on the on the old Twitter machine here. You know, how how are we feeling? after Arlington Million Day, and uh, the four options were it was good they kept the races, mixed feelings, they did what, question mark, and no reaction, see the response. Mixed feelings was winning big last one I checked. Is that still the Okay, so no reaction, see response, about 10% of people. I think that's probably right if you beat the average racing fan. One in 10 is like, you know what, I kind of don't know how I feel about it Uh, because if you live in Southern California and you lost Hollywood or if you live in, you know, in Southern Florida, South Florida, excuse me, you lost uh, Calder, you're – You've had this happen to you, so you're you're sort of familiar with it. Good to keep the races, 21%. So one in five people thought, you know what, if, if Arlington's going away, at least keep the races. The second was mixed feelings at 31.5%, and then they did what came in at about 37%. So a lot of, frankly, different answers there. And that was kind of the mood on Saturday, frankly, was – What's a crowd, was, by the way? Um, it, was, it was good. I would say it felt like a – like when they do Twilight Saturdays, that kind of okay. thing, not Twilight, or night, a, night racing, essentially. So 20, probably 2022, something that's like that. That's a good crowd. I mean, so it would be the handle was to up. Foster, Foster Day? It's Yes, it's it was like Foster. Okay. Yep, it felt like Foster. Much better weather, obviously. It was perfect. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, for August here? Oh. Yeah. But I have to say, like, I was excited to go, and then I got there, and they handed me a program with the exact same Arlington Million logo on the Churchill Downs program, and I thought, yeah, no. <laughs> so, like, no, this doesn't feel right. And so I'm glad I went. Um, the handle was your, actually up from last year. You got your and cup, so, right? Oh yeah. Well, that's from Arlington. Oh, oh, you took it with you. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. A little media backpack, bro. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got yeah, you. So, All right. Um, yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah. So oh, I took it with me and yeah, used it as my, as my water glass the whole day. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was an interesting day of races. Let's go through some of them here. Well, we'll start with the Beverly D or is that where we're starting? Yeah. Let's, grade yeah. one. Grade yeah. one Beverly D. Fifth right, race, let's, yeah. let's, let's see it, Zach. 
Four miles to go. Top of the stretch. Delika tries to cut the corner. Princess Grace to the attack. Princess Grace comes on to take the lead. Delika tries to fight on from second. Family Ways back in third. Lily Pod, Rougier, one for long to go. Princess Grace short lead. Delika's coming back down inside. Here comes Delika right back at Princess Grace. Delika's re-rally to take the lead. Delika in the Beverly D. All right. That was Delika, who was the uh, longest odds on the board there, Louie. Yeah, uh, it, this was one big. When we talked about it, I said, this is a race I'm not going to bet because I can't figure out who's going to win. And there you go. <laughs> so uh, luckily, Scott, my buddy from Chicago, was down. Um, we decided to keep the, the the million tradition we have for the last couple of years going. And he, uh, he came down for the for a couple of days. Uh, went to the million with me. He better pretty hard across the board, actually, because he thought, you know what? Five horse field. Who knows? She's a front runner, et cetera. Don't know how the turf course is playing. It played a little more like a – they listed the, the the turf course as good, but it played essentially like a muddy turf course, if that makes sense. And so um, Delika able to pick up that grade one win. I don't know if she's uh, – you know, if she's a grade one horse, but I, you know what, she's been really, really competitive in lots of races, hit the board a ton of times. So for her to pick up a grade one win that way, uh, I got no problems with it. Sure. All right, let's move on to uh, see Bell's the one we were looking forward to. A Bell's the one Wisconsin kind of match race almost here, but we didn't really get that in this. Um, got a nice run from uh, the horse that came in second, Joyful Cadence, but uh, Bell's the one gets the win here in the Lady Tack. Lady Tack by Zach. Lady Tack by Zach. The big second, Zach Bell's the one revving up outside. Wisconsin comes through toward the inside. Top of the stretch now. Joyful Cadence still with a short lead. Love me some me. Bell's the one bearing down the center. Sconson's in tight between them. Down to the final 16th. Joyful Cadence and Love Me Some Me. And Bell's the one. And Bell's the one has gone from last to first to win it on the wire. Length and a half in the end. Joyful. I mean, Bell's the one last to first. Have we heard that before, Mike? A couple times. <laughs> couple times. Couple times of Churchill Downs against Wisconsin, you know. There are very few horses, and I have not been following horse racing very long, but there are very few that have such a unique, just every single race they do the same thing style as Bell's the one. To be a closing sprinter <laughs> is really, really unusual, and she's as good as I've ever seen, and she keeps picking these races off. Another reminder that, you know, she's a grade two winner, I think, and I'm trying to think the Raven run at Keeneland, I think, is a grade two. You know, she comes and runs in the lady tack because of the purse. It's 200K, right? So, mm -hmm. Churchill Down, she loves to track. And so, you know, if you keep those purses up, you're going to get these kinds of horses, her and Sconson there. That was our advice for you. Use those two, move along with your day. That ended up being good advice in the pick five. And so, um, just it was funny because they, they were coming around the turn. And she was in fifth, but she was only back like three lengths. And I just, I hit Scott on the arm and I went, she's going to win. Eh, Bell's won. Here she comes. And just, she got that motor going. She finishes as well as any sprinter I've ever seen. And so um, it's none of that get out front and, and, and pray for the wire. With her, it's, you know, it's running down horses. She seems to really have an attitude for it, frankly. And and so it's really fun to have a, you know, a mare now at this point like that. And um, I hate to think that we're probably not going to have Sconson and, and Bell's the one next year, right? Because, uh, Scott's is five, she's six, right? And so yeah. eventually, you know, you got to go uh, go have babies. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll get another one uh, here either in September or November at uh, Churchill Downs. Bell's the one with three grade two wins and one grade one win, actually. So there you oh, go. Which, what was the grade one? The grade one was the Derby City Distaff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. I think we were actually – could have we were there for that one. 
Beat Sarah Gander Zipris. She's just great at Churchill Downs and really just a just a terrific racehorse. I, I love watching her run. Because that was uh that was Derby in September day, right? Oh, that's right. Good call. Yes. Yeah. Or Oaks yep. Day in September. It was one yep. of the two. I can't remember who was which day it was. Yeah. So we were there for that. And you don't remember Bell's one grade one win that we saw. I'm, a, I'm ashamed to be your friend, Louie. I believe you. <laughs> that's because <laughs> that's basically because you went to the Big Ten school, but that's all right. There you go. All right um let's go to two. Two, yes, yes. The Fort Lawrence Stakes. They, oh, this is uh, fun. This is a great race. This is the only favorite that we had hit the win their race as the, in these uh, stakes races. So let's see Twilight Blue get the win here. Twilight Blue still the leader. Intrepid Heart comes alongside, and these two are shoulder to shoulder now. King Fury's in behind under pressure with Mr. Wireless. Off the turn. Twilight Blue and Intrepid Heart. Intrepid Heart short lead. Twilight Blue. Battles on toward the rail. These two shoulder to shoulder, one for long to go. Twilight Blue short lead. Intrepid Heart won't back down. These two nip tuck down to the wire. Twilight Blue and Intrepid Heart's going to be close. Photo. Nose is up and down. Twi what a great finish right there. Twilight Blue gets it by the nose over Intrepid Heart. Uh, those two, obviously, the best two horses in this race. So, Louie, any other thoughts from there? You know, that's these were other includes for us on the on the show last week. Thank goodness, you know. But the, I mean, frankly, that's as good a stretch run as we've had at Churchill Downs this year, right? Two horses mm -hmm. just side by side, shoulder to shoulder, um, no one veering too hard in either direction. Uh, but no, I, I'm with I, you know, King Fury was was the class, but we hadn't seen the form this year with him, and so looking to a horse like Twilight Blue was probably the play there. Worked out for us that way. I don't know if this translates to something else because that older dirt male class is actually really good this year, but um, it, it's at least a really good check over a hundred thousand dollars there for that, for that Colts. And so, um, you know, nice race. I was just happy to see, you know, one of those stakes races be a really, really close race. Obviously the Delica finish wasn't some blowout or something like that, but, uh, but no, on the, on the two turn side, that was really, really an exciting race. Uh, all right. We're going to move on to the last race of, the day uh well not the last race of the day but the last race that we i guess care about um the mr d sticks all right here we go no the arnton million <laughs> clear of field pass and cavalry charge set piece comes wide with a sacred life off the turn into the stretch Suntine takes the lead right at the top of the stretch and is set down for the drive smooth like straight is battling on second toward the rail one for long to go Suntine digs in opens up by two smooth like straight can't go with them the rest with too much to do to catch Suntine the million winner all right there it is Santine gets it done Louis uh first off I want to know you know, you did mention what you thought about the turf course in general. Uh, of course, this is a major, major race on this. And then, uh, you know, no set piece, never really got it going. Right. You know, but, but we got a pretty good performance there by Santine. Yeah, we went 6-4-1 here. It finished 6-4. Uh, and so, you know, I they, – they've talked about Santine for a long time being wildly talented. And, and Mike, you coach basketball, so you've been around these guys who are great – three-point shooters in the gym, right? Can't miss in the gym. But once you get to the action, it's a totally different thing. And Santin seems to be that kind of horse. For a long time, great in the mornings, great training, but would get to races and be way less interested <laughs> in actually making that kind of move. 
And if you notice on the – Zach, can you go back to the stretch there uh, uh, on the turn itself? Look how wide these two horses have to go because at this point, Smooth Like Straight has done all the work up front. Okay? And so that horse get actually there. gets a little tired and goes really, really wide. Okay? And so what you'll notice is that Santin has extra work to do to go wide because I, I'm not suggesting Smooth Like Straight pushed him out, but the turn went pretty wide in this case, in this race. And so um, I thought a really good effort by Santin to have to go pretty wide – not of his own volition, in my opinion, but um, was able to make that, make that essentially that adjustment in that case. Battling on second turn. So before that, is yeah, leave it right here. This is fine. Yeah, perfect. Field this pass fine. continues on, tucked away toward the rail. Well, wall third. Cavalry third fine. is fine. not That's far okay, behind yeah. in fourth. Only How about field pass? Smooth like strike up front there. Forty-seven and, and two in the first half, right? So do his work. Sacred life admission office set. That's a great one. Started to muster up a rally from the back of the pack, going past Chellis. Onto the far turn. So Santin is right Smooth there like on the straight, hip. Still the leader. Great three ride by Tyler here. Go. Really Set smart. For more. Be up front. Santin. One ten right for the three quarters. Second. We're running right along. Head heading for the quarter pole. They've gone. What's crazy about the one ten is they actually slowed it down a little bit. Charge. There. There's that push out. There. Right there. Right there. Off Boom. The turn. All right, you can turn off. Santin takes the leader. Yeah. So that's the point that I think about Santin that stands out to me. Had to go out. Was that the six pass, seven pass, something like that, right? So get when you get pushed out. Like that, yeah, I'll go, yeah, at least the five, maybe the five or six path there. When you get pushed out that wide and still have the kick, the ability to change leads once you get off of that turn like that, I thought that's a grade one kind of performance. And so uh, kudos to them. Again, I thought Tyler, did, the, the, the way that they thought about that ride, I think it probably came to fruition for them where it was, hey, we need to be a little more forwardly placed. Let the other horse, let Smooth Like Straight do the work. Smooth Like Straight's going to be out front. We know that. So let's let Smooth Like Straight do the work. 47 and two and a half mile in a mile and a quarter or a mile in a, an eighth race, excuse me, at Churchill um, is pretty fast. And so uh, obviously that horse is going to do all that work. Santine picks up the pieces there. Just a perfect, a perfect ride by Tyler. Great strategy by that team. And uh, kudos. It's a great one. There you go. Yeah. Get the great one win. And uh, overall, so would you say it was a success or what? I think no question. It was a, uh, a successful day. The problem is when you have to cancel two of the the other turf races that usually happen on that card. It's a bad look. It is. It's a bad look. Um, and so the turf still got some work to go. It absolutely does. Um, there were pictures today. I don't know if you saw it. So Scott Eckert flies uh, in the chopper and does a lot of pictures of, of Churchill Downs. T- took a picture and it looked like the turf course was being ripped up, like it was dirt again. And he puts it out on Twitter and he's like, "Um, somebody help me out here." Well, thank goodness, actually level-headed people came to the, t- to the Twitter machine for this one. They were actually putting down fertilizer. And they were using a, frankly, a manure-based, a, a natural-based one that was going to sit better with the grass. And so and then Darren Rogers, 45 minutes later, had to put out a video of them actually putting the stuff down to put the fire out on Twitter. But I guess when you're in uh, communications, when you're in marketing, that's what the, the kind of stuff you have to do. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. So... Uh... Uh, Louis. By the way, I want to be on record. I don't think that ever happens at Churchill again, um, because I, if I'm Ellis, I don't give up that day. Number one, number two, uh, I, I think it was a placeholder this year, and number three, they bought Colonial Downs for a lot of money. Colonial Downs has a an outstanding turf course, and I think the races will be at Colonial next year. So you do think they're still going to happen? I think the the million will still happen, but it will be at Colonial in Virginia next year. There you go. So you go. let's see if Louis's right. And we'll go from there. Louie, um, 
you're really well um well you're well spoken you got like you know eight nine seven fifteen languages i don't know what you speak seven true yeah uh six and a half yeah something like that yeah i tried a a new food today louis and yeah i saw you talking about this what so i beef liver yeah yeah, so uh, to, to, and uh, you know, I was kind of hoping Rachel, our our farm girl expert, um, <laughs> our redneck woman, would have been on here by now for us to talk about this, but she's obviously getting all dolled up for us, which she normally does. Um, no, not at all. No. Uh, <laughs> that was needless disparagement. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, you know, we bought. We luckily, uh, you know, not knowing what was going to happen with meat prices, we actually bought a half a cow this year, mm. um, and they're like, "Hey, do you want the liver?" I was like, uh, yeah, sure, why not? So we uh, we got all this liver, and it was one of those nights where I was like, oh, what's for dinner? And hey, why don't we why don't we try the liver? Yeah, I'm not. You know, what you got to do. Here's here's what you have to do. Okay. Next time, got your liver, Supermercado Guanajuato, right down the street from here. Yeah. Take it in. Let the butcher grind it up for you. That's how you play it. Yeah. You, and you add it. it to other stuff. Yeah. Someone so add someone part of a stew. It becomes yeah. part of. Uh, uh, other ground beef that you have with it you essentially use that as an additive organs yeah. some organs like sweetbreads and that kind of stuff they can stand on their own you know kidneys of 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 especially of like poultry and that kind of stuff very good but if you're going to get into the organs of bovine they are filler mostly now if you're in like beef tongue very good beef cheek very good so the lingua is the next thing we're gonna try. We got we, yeah, kept, we got the tongue good. too. So the, we're gonna we're trying to figure out how to make that now. So if anyone listening wants in as local around Louisville, Kentucky, and wants some, so we have a lot of liver left over. So oh, if okay. you want it now. At the same time, uh, you know, someone else mentioned that too. Is like, hey, when you start making chili in the fall, yeah. throw it in your chili as a yes. as just something to make it a little. But you bit have more to grind it. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah that's right. You got to put it. They said that they put it in their food processor basically, and yeah, and put it in there, and, yeah. and that's it. So. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll try that. Put in the chili, um, come Halloween night, which is a you know a staple in our college football Saturday. Uh, you yeah. know the the other thing is that that I've had before is at at Big Ten tailgates when uh, when venison season comes around, people will will make venison chili and they will supplement it with with beef some liver, organs. Yeah, yeah, beef organs, yeah, essentially. So, yeah, no, Zach, are you a liver person at all? Or <laughs> see if he'll give us a thumbs up or a sh- shake his head no. no not get anything from Zach. Oh, here he is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm with Zach. It's kind of overrated. I'm with him. And I had liver more... and onions, liver and onions and uh, mashed potatoes, and I was like, the Brits are freaking crazy. So you know. <laughs> the mashed potatoes were good, though. I made some great mashed potatoes. Oh. So anyway, I had to go out, and uh, Louie and I have a, a person that we sometimes frequent that has a taco truck around here that's catered oh, yeah. some of our events. So congrats to Carmen because she cel- I saw on Facebook that she was – Celebrating her one year anniversary for her taco truck, and oh, that's great. So I was like, oh, I didn't like my dinner, so I'm gonna go get some go, you know, <laughs> go get a torta. Yeah, right. I got a <laughs> got a torta. That's exactly what I got, and it was very, very, very tasty. All right, so, so uh, I'll stick there. Resetting the show. Yes, if you are joining us. This is the horse racing happy. We talked about Mike shitty Gandolfo. beer. I am Louis Rabot. Uh, Zach Zaner alongside the um, <laughs> we did we did crappy beers and the crappy beers yes. that you uh, you pay for when you're broke. Um, I'm drinking Miller High Life tonight in a um, in an attempt to class up the joint with Rachel joining us. Uh, she'll join us for the last segment. Um, we just went over the races from Arlington Million Day. Shared our, our thoughts there. Let's go ahead and handicap now, Mike. Sure. And then uh, when Rachel joins us, we will do our three-year-old Philly draft. I will obviously also. We're doing that because of it's fantasy football draft season. That's right, fantasy football draft season. And so, and uh, do you partake in fantasy football? Okay, so this is funny. 
so my cousin invited me to his, his, his name is Steve. He works at uh, Gordon food service. He and I have different last names. So good luck. And, um, he had a, a league and I would play from Bloomington actually from IU and I won the league two years in a row and then I never got invited back. Oh, and I haven't played since. Okay. And I have no desire to play. No desire. It is. So here's, here's me. Horse racing has ruined me on the long bet. Oh, all right. I enjoy the, the, the two minute action of horse racing rather than the wait five hours or wait a day, wait three days for fantasy football. Oh, I got a guy playing on Thursday and then there's seven on Sunday. That's stupid. I hate him. So no, I'm not. Well, I will tell you that I do play. How many leagues are you in? I'm in one. I only do okay. one. One that's fifty dollar entry. You know, oh, okay. it's some of my realtor buddies from around the country, and uh, typically, I think I, I think it does add to my enjoyment of watching NFL games. I think um, that could be true. Yes, I actually think that could be true. So you know, I definitely you know from that standpoint, like I, I get, I like watching it on Sunday and watching, it. and it's not even that I'm cheering for my guys. Like I'm aware of my guys, but I just I, I like to keep up with the league. You know, you, sure. The guys who win the leagues are the ones who keep up with the injuries and say, oh, well, this guy went hurt, so this guy's going to get more carries. And yep. we're in a 14-team uh, league, so like Oof, you have to go pretty deep, deep in rosters, yeah, right? That's deep. Yeah, so, uh, hey, uh, I think we can actually go to our draft right now. Whoa! Because I see a very beautiful blonde lady. And Mellow Yellow, what's up? Yeah. And Louie. Oh, wait. <laughs> she's, she's, uh, she's trying to get her headphones on. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Yo, she's gonna, by the she's way, out. but racing Rachel has. Did you hear? Me. Did you hear this yesterday? Uh, on Sweeney's show, he's he's doing horse racing stuff. <laughs> Kentucky Downs preview day. She's laughing at us. He's doing Kentucky Downs preview. He has Eric Reed on, trainer of Rich Strike, the Derby winner. Yes, they talk fantasy football for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Reed is in four leagues. Four. That's How do you have time for four leagues? Uh, by the way, Eric Reed is all BBN, dude. Rachel's I mean, like, like trying to figure out. I don't know this. She's got, she's very inquisitive. She has. It's like she's never been on before. No, she's so, crushing it. Don't worry about no, it. No, come on. But the, <laughs> but no. Eric Reed is in four fantasy leagues. That's wild, man. That's, That's why he doesn't win more races, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> How's Belterra? Oh, you um, like fantasy football? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh is, man. That's all struggle bus. We hear you. It's okay. Yeah. We hear. We have, but she can't hear us, and that's the problem. So. We hear you. She's trying to. We, we're going. You can hear me. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Okay, but listen, Gavin <laughs> has fancy like audio Ding, equipment, though. and there is a side that switches the input, and then there's a side for the like sound, and I always hit the input and spin it to turn it up, messed it all up. I, I literally can't hear you guys at all. That's exactly what she said. Yeah. Yep. Talk. All right. Yes, we're here, Rachel. Can you hear us or not? All right, we're gonna, this is so we're just gonna like, keep talking. But show. no, it was wild. So Eric, so you know, I will be right back. I must go get my so Sweeney, husband. So we're gonna. Rachel. Sweeney's texting me. He's like, "What do I ask Eric Reed?" And, and I give him like the horse racing stuff. Like, hey, Mandaloon's the first Derby winner to that races a four year old for blah blah blah. But you know, he he DQ'd into the win. You know, is there a, a scenario where we get Rich Strike as a four-year-old, that kind of stuff? He has his own training area, right? He doesn't, you know, he's got his own farm, his own training track, you know. It's two massages a day. 
like that kind of stuff. And, and they went, they just went fantasy football for 15 minutes. <laughs> I love it. Never it was great. No, actually, Reed was, he was really knowledgeable on fantasy football. He was in four different kinds of leagues, like, like Dynasty, Keeper, uh, New, like all kinds of like things that I didn't know. I don't know what Dynasty is, I'll be honest. And so, uh, no, but <laughs> I, I, I saw Andy today and I said, that was a really good interview because you actually got, you got another side of a trainer. Usually trainers are just like, uh, yes, all of my horses are training well in case any of my owners are listening. What's a, yes, what's got a, also what's got that a, horse is training well. <laughs> uh, what's got a better chance of happening, Louie? Okay. Rich Strike hitting the board at the Travers or Rich Strike finishing dead last at the Travers? I know that we're talking about Travers next week. Um, um, hitting the board. Oh, I'll go. By the last. way, a dynasty league is a league where you keep your team every season. So that dynasty and keeper are the same. No keepers, like no, keeper, like I'm in a keeper league. One, I only get to keep one. So like dynasty, I get to keep, keep the whole team. Yeah. Oh, man, there was an, 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 an. okay. So you would lose your first round pick in a keeper league if you kept a guy, but uh, like this year I'm not keeping anybody. I'm gonna go. Balsal. So, yeah. My only guy I would think about keeping. So you're is in Travis a keeper Kelsey. league, but you're going to not keep a player as well. I'm not going to keep a player. I don't think Travis yeah. Kelsey would be the only person I would consider oh, keeping. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've got like the seventh pick, and so I'm not sure. By the way, John Sherv is listening right now, just like walking his dog in Florida somewhere and just cursing at us. Why are you? That's talking fine. About fantasy football. I, listen, I think we should get bleep fancy. off, John. Bleep off. I think we should get <laughs> roster help with uh, on the show from the rest of the way. Mike, are you doing? are you snake draft or uh, snake draft? draft? Yeah. Yeah, I wish we didn't. I kind of wish we tried the auction, but we have not done the auction yet. Ooh, auction is so much fun. Yeah, it really is. Uh, see, that's interesting to me. The auction thing is interesting, and you know, in, in horse racing, more of that stuff needs to pop up. But yeah, no, the the auction thing would be would be pretty interesting to me. I just NFL is probably my weakest of the. Like, I'd feel more comfortable drafting an MLB. Boy, have you ever done fantasy baseball, by the way? It's too much work. It is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 45 minutes a day. Yeah. I don't have you got to be up at 4 a.m. for the waivers. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, oh. Wrote a, they wrote a book on it. It's called <laughs> like, We Let Zach On, and Money now ball. he just <laughs> got free. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, no, it's too much. Yeah, it's, and, a lot. Uh, it's a lot. All right, well, maybe we should go do our handicapping, uh, Louie, because, yeah. uh, you know, Rachel's still trying to get her technical difficulties figured out, and that's fine. No you know, she's worth the wait. So we're going to go out to the spa. And uh, we're well, before to... we do that, let's talk about our friends at Green Sheet Racing. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about um, guys at Green Sheet Racing at, because at Sheet Racing it. on Twitter, you can find them greensheetracing.com. Um, look, I, I, you know, without saying too much, y'all have been super supportive. You've you found the sheet, we really appreciate it. Keep going, keep you know, keep checking it out either at your local store, online, greensheetracing.com, whatever it is. I'm putting out a late pick five at Saratoga this weekend. Thought about playing that. That Grand Slam, frankly, you could translate this ticket into either the Grand Slam, the late pick four, whatever you wanted to do. If you wanted to try to press on um, a daily double within the sequence, you could do all of those things. But, of course, uh, greensheetracing.com, no matter where you are, uh, frankly, on the planet. So we're going to talk about the three stakes races in that sequence. And then to get the other two races, you need to go to greensheetracing.com, buy the sheet, and you get Louis picks. So, And in one of those legs, I'm actually trying to beat the favorite. So Ooh. that's, that's Ooh. the one that the, the sheet favorite that you're against. Look, it's five bucks. I mean, this is that's the kind of stuff super. It's a five dollar pick five or five dollars for the green sheet. That's what you're saying. Okay. Five dollars for the green sheet. And look, it is the the amount of information in the sheet is unbelievable. I mean, it's yeah. insane. And it's, it's, it's a great it team is. of handicappers. Like just Really, really good product. So. Yeah, love it. So let's uh, let's start with the Grade Two Lake Placid, which is a model sixteenth on the inner turf course for three-year-old fillies. Uh, Two hundred thousand dollars purse here. 
who do you like? So I'm only playing two horses here. So with the Moon Knight is a third time starter in North America. One last time out in the grade three Saratoga Oaks Invitational. Ran first time at Belmont over um, over the turf course there in the grade one Belmont Oaks Invitational. Behind McCulloch. Good news. McCulloch's not here. And so that horse is back in Europe running in bigger races than this. Uh, I think that she's the most likely winner, even in the one hole with Luis Saez and Charles Appleby. Um, doesn't get the... Um, the experience of those of those European riders. But when when Charlie Appleby wins a race in the United States, he comes back and wins with the same horse at fifty five percent. That's so that's pretty good odds. That's, that's pretty, pretty okay pretty good. in, that's in nice. horse racing. And so for me that was easily the top pick here. But I do think jeez. <laughs> oh, oh Gav made it. <laughs> I'll finish up here. Consumer spending's the best local base. That's Chad Brown. That's Manny Franco. Everyone knows how I feel about Manny Franco this year. Two of them are hitting at 20% at Saratoga, 32% for the year. Um, obviously, Chad Brown in, in, um, in great stakes at 22%, uh, 29% on a on a three, essentially a one- to two-month layoff, which is what consumer spending's gear coming out of that Belmont Oaks Invitational. Came in third, was part of that blanket finish of those three horses with McCulloch, with with the Moonlight. And so, to me, those are the two horses. Trust that form that already happened, and uh, and they come back and to be there. So I'm one and four here in the Lake Placid. Chad Brown with four starters in this race. Of course, he could use a good day after what happened today. Um, so hopefully, by the way, just to kind of – we don't want to – talk too much about the chad brown situation yeah. uh we want things to play out in courts the way that they need to play out we don't want to say that anyone's you know he's accused he, we're not going to say that anyone's yeah but we also need them. to say that it's not funny it's not funny um if no, you're on twitter making jokes about it be better um well and you know what karma like what if that happened to you and it was misconstrued or your sister or something or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah why right. would you yeah. make the comments twitter, i twitter racing twitter is a scary place like this, I can't believe people, you know, the things that they were saying today, like that poor, even, you know, regardless, that man has like a actual business that it literally is on his <laughs> reputation. And for you guys, like, you don't know what happened. He could be cleared of it. He could be found well, that he wasn't guilty and everybody just treats him like that. It's just ridiculous. That part, but also just, it's not. Nothing about domestic violence. Today. Nothing about domestic no, violence. No, it's not funny. Exactly. Like, yes, the jokes aren't too. funny. Like they're just not. So I mean I honestly don't even know what happened. I've been trying not to follow I'm with like, you. what happened. I'm with you. I saw some snippets from quotes in court and, and that's about it. But I, ugh, I I don't know how anyone could look at that and say, you know what I need to do? I need to get likes on Twitter because of jokes about domestic violence. That's what I need to do. I'm just saying. It's a, it's a horrible situation, and obviously something unfortunate happened. Um, and we just, you know, hope that everything works out and justice is served for yeah. if it's if it's supposed to be served, and go from there. So, yeah, um, I defending him. I'm just saying, like, we don't no, know what happened. No. Like, yeah. you sure. Said, so it's best to just stay the f out of it. <laughs> I mean, I just think, I mean, I go back to the Duke lacrosse case kind of thing. Like, you just, you just never know what really. OJ Simpson, not guilty. Oh. I mean, there's lots of examples of this. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, okay. Um, you know, when we think about, though, like, you know, how quick our culture is to just judge without having all the information, it's just, it's unfair. So, it's also um, not funny. And it's not funny. It's not. Uh, 100%. All right. So, uh, we'll move on to a, a, a race that Chad Brown doesn't have a horse in. And this is the uh, Smart and Fancy. It's a list of stakes. 
And we actually have a, a stakes race at Saratoga that's got more than five horses. So that's that's good. <laughs> um, they were looking a lot like Santa Anita there for a little bit. So let's see here. Uh, who do you like in this one, Louie? This is my punch in the all button race, actually. So um, I know that's a bit of a that's a bit of a cop out change of control, obviously. And here, Michelle Lovell is having a really great year. 18 percent. She's going putting horses in, in tough spots, doing a great job. She's hitting at 33 percent in stakes right now. That's that's, that's kind of insane, done. man. That's putting your horses in the proper place, giving them the best shot to perform at the highest level. I mean, I, I don't know if people pay attention to Michelle Lovell, man, but she's 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 doing it this year. That's awesome to watch. Fouette, for example, is the two, and she's um <laughs> We just lost Rachel. I don't know what <laughs> she's like, you guys are gonna talk about horse racing. I'm out of here. Or maybe she yeah, got canceled yeah. by culture. Linda Rice has Fouette in here, uh, uh daughter of Nyquist and and She's won once this year. She ran a 91 speed figure, um, uh, 110 and two over the six furlongs at Belmont. That's a winning time in this kind of race, right? So if she can get that five, five and a half here uh, in this case, you know, I just don't know. I, this is the kind of race where if I bet six horses instead of eight, I would feel really stupid if I missed on the two, right? So to me, it's worth in- including everybody. Um, the other top sort of runners here, you know, I really like Too Sexy here. Um, who's, who's run a couple really good races here has been off of a off the lead a couple of times. Did win in a uh, listed stakes, the Floral Park at Belmont earlier this year or last year, excuse me, in October. This horse is second off the layoff this year, second time coming back. Christophe Clement hits a twenty percent coming back off of slightly over two month delay in this case. So I just it's that to me it's just that kind of race we got a cat. This ho- this this freaking show in cats, man. I'll tell you. I'll what. tell you what. Why, and then you why? get Irad Ortiz. And now, now um, you're getting an Instagram photo or something like that with holding yeah, the cat, right. being on the horse racing happy hour. Oh, Jesus. She just took a selfie on the horse racing happy hour. Yes, That's where did. we're at. This is, this <laughs> is where we are culturally. <laughs> <laughs> There's Zach, but, you know, oh, she does have a mellow yellow hood in the background, so. I, I am love a I love that knew what you signed up for before you asked me. By the way, I, 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 oh. I, I classed it up for your visit tonight. So there you oh go. Oh, my gosh. Glass <laughs> bottles and everything. Uh, so like Miss J. McKay, that's Christophe Clement, Irad Ortiz. Shockingly, this meet, they're hitting at 5% at Saratoga, but overall 20%. So, I mean, would we be shocked if Irad jumps up and wins this race? Lady Edith is in this race. I mean, she won uh, She won a list of stakes earlier this year at Turfway Park over the synthetic. Hasn't had as much success over turf, but has two lifetime wins, has a 91 speed figure over turf. I just think this is, if there's going to be a race in this like, in this uh, part of the card, that's going to give us a longer price. It's going to be this one. That's why I'm punching on. Okay. So now before we talk about the Alabama, Alabama. Let's, uh, Alabama. let's go ahead and do our draft here, Louie. Yeah. Include racing Rachel. Rachel, by the way, how did the quarter horse stakes go? Oh my God, you guys, I literally got home. I don't want to say tore off my dress because a lot of the perverts watching will be like, oh, I t- took off my business attire. So you, so you said it anyway. Okay, okay, yeah. Keep going. yeah. Right. It's top off Tuesday or whatever, Thursday. Or whatever. <laughs> top of Thursday will top be on our, on our birthday, our two year birthday. You, you're more than welcome. Yeah. To join anybody us that wants to join us in a month on the anniversary show, right. we always go birthday suit. Let us know. That's all right. Yeah. And I just threw on a, you know, shirt and literally, uh, I was, you know, you don't want to be rude. Louis, you've hung out with me a little bit more than my cats, like on a regular day, but in the tent, it's not oh. like other places. There's a no. lot of trainers that like actually hang yeah. out. Like yeah. we're all like, they're all drinking beer and it was saying, let's go to BW threes. 
Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Uh, so anyways, I did the interview as fast as I could. I congratulated everyone and said hi, bye, and went upstairs, grabbed my stuff, and literally booked out. So I honestly, while you guys were just talking, I, I literally have, thank God for Val, Chris Polzin, who was the racing secretary at Chicago in, or in Arlington, is now yep. here. Yep. And his right-hand man is Valerie, and she is amazing. She was at home and I was like, oh my God, send me the PPs for these horses. <laughs> she did it. So uh, I've been kind of looking at it while I was waiting for the stakes race. And I'm looking at it now trying to like figure out my draft. So oh. but I'm pretty excited. I listened to the Kentucky Derby draft and you're right. It was a really good show. It's, it's, fun. it's fun. It is fun. And, and uh, you know, so we want to keep that draft theme going. You do know, you play fantasy football, Rachel? That's why I, I need to know. I do play. Actually, I will tell you my father-in-law who I'm very close with is a fanatic. I mean, he listens oh, okay. to like. Oh, he listens to podcasts about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely do play uh, fantasy football. Rachel's. Well, I don't know what kind of aliens just took over your computer signal. By the way, we just got really pixelated, but now you're back. I think you're good. But it's probably fine. from that by whole the thing, way, I got... wanted to say, you guys, I'm in the boonies. You She's are Shelby Blue Indiana. I did want to say the. I thought the quarter horse races today at, at, at Horseshoe, by the way, those those are the races that can get you paid on, on doubles. No, but on doubles on, on the late race. Well, it, he it sends me tickets <laughs> and it's insane. It pays for my year. So the thing is, Randy Smith wins the stakes. Unshocking. Man, Jesse, man, she's she's a problem up there in quarter horses now. Jesse Vasquez is she's crossing. a problem. She's a problem. She's picking off these allowance races. She's picking off she these. She's the last maidens. race. Yeah, she won the last yeah. race. So I'm and just saying. I said, she's a great trainer. Yeah, that, that was like 22 to 1 on that double. You get Randy Smith as part of a 22 to 1 double in quarter horses at Horseshoe yeah. Indianapolis. That's insane. Jesse is doing the job. Her husband does all the riding for her. Um, really a dynamic duo up there. But she is, honestly, Mike, I think you and me get some cash together, buy some quarter horses, let Jesse train. I'm just saying. All right, let's do it. Yeah. I think that's the play. Go get, Dan, get Dan get involved all of us, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no? Yeah. Let's sure. do it. All right. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, right, let's we got, we got our, we got our boy, uh, Roger up there too. We could get, you know, do a oh, whole yeah. little, oh, it'd be, it'd yeah. be great. Roger. Uh, Roger's definitely listening because Rachel's on here. So we'll, you know, always give the shout out to Roger. He listens anyway. I, I only really hang out with Rachel to be around Roger. So Roger, Roger's the shit. Um, all right. One last question about fantasy football, Rachel. What is your team name? What is your fantasy oh. football team name? Wait, like my best one? Yeah. Well, all right. What or what it's going to be this year? You switch it every year, or do you keep the same? I name? switch it every year. Oh. Okay. It's always something I can't. It's always something highly inappropriate. That's okay. This is a highly You already cussed show. on our show. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, but like shit isn't as bad as my <laughs> team name. What is your team name? Like, no, <laughs> now we got to know. What is your, what is it? No, I can't tell you. Rachel, come on. Now. Does, it, does it, does it, not good. Does I it rhyme with my, punt? My father-in-law is, is a jerk, is competitive and he's not nice to me. And we, I, I use, his name is Kurt and I use something along the lines of Kurt with an N in it instead of an R? Yeah. <laughs> like the worst maybe. word for a woman ever? Yeah. Right. And then I turn it, maybe. I, oh. I can't confirm or deny. Oh. And then oh. I turn it into a diss to my father-in-law. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're cutthroat. And this poor girl <coughs> that my brother-in-law is marrying, 
she's so sweet. <laughs> she's so quiet. Bless her heart. <laughs> Bless her heart. And he is so he he's the kind of guy that's like he messes with you if he likes you, like right. or he doesn't yep. talk yep. to you. Like he'll just mess with you if he likes you. And if not, then you just sorry. And this poor girl, man, she she's tough because I give it back to him, obviously. But anyway, so it's inappropriate. But and I've also had ones that have had something to do with like um the players that I think are hot, obviously. Mm. I'm here for a good time. I'm just here. I literally I know I'm not gonna win. So like so, my name has to be good. So who's the hottest who's the hottest player in the NFL? That's a fair I question. used to be in love with uh Clay Matthews, so it was a okay. lot of Clay Matthews, but now that he's not playing because you have the same I'm haircut not, or what? There is that one super hot one that I can't think because of. Because of Pitch Perfect three or two or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was he in? Was he? He was in that, yeah. He made an appearance in that, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um I can't think of it, but there is one that is like super hot right now. He's a new guy. Okay. Um, okay. I can't remember. Anyway, I'm a fan of Clay Matthews. So do you only draft on who you think's hot? Is that no, 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 no. I get serious help. Gavin helps me, even though he played college ball. He's one of those guys that like played it, but doesn't like to to do it. Yeah, I get he, it. I'm the only one in my whole house that watches like NFL on Sunday. Like I'm watching and cheering and Gavin's like off because he's like his whole life was football. So he that's not something that he wants to do. But you're so. are you a Colts fan? Yes, I am a Colts fan, obviously. Because right. yeah, Peyton Manning oh, is geez. my is my man. Okay, go for it. Yep. All right. What, well, what are you guys' drafts name? Like, well, can we come? I always call me on the spot. I always call them lose losers and uh Spell losers with a U. That's essentially what I do. But uh, then I update the year. That's essentially what it is. Because so, I almost never win at anything in those things. I'm a closet uh, Star Wars person. <gasps> closet. Closet. Okay, not closet. I love it. It's out so far that when I bought you a present for your birthday, I bought a Star Wars gift bag. That's true. Um, <laughs> so mine and my last name being Gandolfo, I, I'm uh, the Gandalorian instead of the Mandalorian. The I love it. I didn't know that. That's great. I hate to digress even more, but you no, know, go. You guys, Mike, I saw this TikTok last night. Not that I was like up late, like scrolling through TikTok or anything. <laughs> no one but this that. girl was like, you mean to tell me that Princess Amidala, mommy of the universe, fell for scrawny Anakin Skywalker <laughs> when Obi-Wan, or no, Daddy Wan Kenobi was right there. <laughs> and that's the kind of dork that I am because I love, I love it. I just rewatched all of Star Wars the other night. Did you? Whoa. Yep. All right. I'm glad to know that you're a, a fellow Star Wars person. Now we have something in common. So there you go. All right, uh, how are we doing this draft, Louie? Oh, look who it is. There's the guest star. Now we cannot cuss. Oh, it's Ray. Hey, there we go. Ray does not give a shit about cuss words. <laughs> nah, we have a deal. Mom have of the deal. year, racing. Oh, you Rachel. know what? Actually, you're right. I, I actually had a plan for this, and I don't have it pulled up yet. But what we're going to do okay. is I'm going to pull up the random number generator. Okay. Or is this for our draft? This yeah. Is for the draft. We're not doing it last time where it's ladies first. I see how y'all are. Do you want ladies first? Nope. No. <laughs> you don't want to go first? You don't want your first All pick? Right. So I know, but gonna... I just want to know. Like, I've got an idea of who I want, and honestly, I just want to do it where it's all fair. Okay. Okay. So we will do random number generator one through twenty. Okay. Okay. I'll hit it after we all pick. I'll go seventeen. Mike. Nine. Rachel. Oh, random. Yep. Um, four. One th okay. The number is uh eighteen. I'm going to show it to you uh -oh. so that yeah, you know I'm not he cheating. Cheated so bad. So it's Rachel. me. Rachel, Mike. He just cheated so bad. I just hit it. 
Me, yeah, Mike, cheated. Rachel. Did you just pick 17? Yeah. yeah. Pick 17. Oh. Is like, oh, oh, I mean, do look, it again? I don't care. I'll do it again. No, no, no. no don't no, go no, for no, it. Go for it. We're just giving you a hard time. We're messing with you. So we'll go. Never cheat. Yeah. Ray's making my picks. All right. So, uh, one, two, three is me, Mike, Rachel, and then Rachel will pick fourth, then Mike fifth, and then me sixth. I will go ahead and take Nest, uh, the a good second in the Belmont. She wallops Secret Oath in the Coaching Club of America Oaks. I think she comes back in the Alabama this weekend as my single for the weekend. I will take her at a mile and a quarter. I think she's absolutely going to love it. So give me Nest as the top three-year-old female running in North America right now. Now, we're not just doing just to be – just to, we're not just doing people who, horses that are running the Alabama, right? No, no, no. Anyone so, you want? I will do Mataria. I think that's a good pick. Okay. Why do you like Mataria? Because uh, she's a boss ass bitch. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's I, I, outside of a a wet track at Saratoga. You know, I'm if really that storm hope- doesn't happen. I think she wins. Yeah, I really am kind of hoping you. that we get the opportunity to see maybe a nest, but I don't think we will see a nest Mataria because I think Mataria reminds me. Maybe more of a gamine. He's probably going to go. No question. She's yeah. a one turner. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Madurea goes off the board. Rachel, do you have a, a so Nest and Madurea uh, have gone one two. I gave Ray. I gave Ray two choices, and, and you she, got two here. You get to pick back to back. You get. I, oh, I get the. It's a snake draft. Yeah, snake, snake draft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll take um, Ray, and I will take Secret Oath. Very good. Good idea. And I then. <laughs> good job, Ray. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> She actually, you know how kids are, like they'll pick horses. And then uh, obviously I have to, just because of the hometown advantage, I will take Interstate Daydream. I was hoping she was going to be available later in the draft. She's awesome, man. Wins, I love She is. Wins wins the Black Eyed Susan, comes back to uh, Horseshoe, wins the Indiana Derby. No, that she's legit, man. She's a legit uh, two-turner. I would love. I feel good about myself right now. No, I I wish they would have sent her to the Alabama, frankly. I, man, oh. All right, good pick. Good pick. All right, what you got, Michael? Uh, <laughs> we all know. We were all at the Indiana Derby of the Indiana Oaks. Oh, yeah. Can you we, guys knew I was going to go for that. By the way, can we just talk real quick about, you know, Lou, you sent us out the uh, the DRF, like yeah. what their division rankings are and stuff like that. and just. Uh, I think this is one of the coolest things they do because it's free. It is. It's I mean, just out. Our boy Dr. Derby does it as well, too, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, For every division like this? I don't know. He, I think he, like, rotates divisions or whatever, but okay. I, I just don't see how. They got Mattery a fifth. I just, you know, I don't I, know. I get it. I get it. She yeah. lost last time out. I think that's essentially it, what it happens. Saying. Horses yeah. lose. I mean, right. you know, it just right. is what it is. Uh, I think I will. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I she think took I secret oath. Yeah. And Interstate Daydream all over. Interstate way. Daydream, there, there it is. I mean, I got to go, even though we haven't seen her since the Oaks, and but she was undefeated going into the Oaks, I, I got to go with Echo Zulu. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Just uh, another gun runner. I, what I love about your the two of you, the last couple picks here, I, I just think inter, Interstate Daydream, she's a classic empire, of course, but she's just, she's just a gamer. And then you get uh, Echo Zulu here as a gun runner. I love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to go with gerrymander as my pick here. Gerrymander comes back last time out. She wins the uh, the Mother Goose at Belmont over a mile and a sixteenth. Stretches out. I understand that at Belmont, that's a one turn mile and a sixteenth, but she ends up winning by three lengths, open lengths over Shahama, who I think is a really fine three year old filly. And so, if you're going to pick um, in the sixth spot, I will take uh, gerrymander, which is also a very good name for a horse when your dad's name is Into Mischief. 
Anybody think about that? Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. huh? That's how you do that. And so, uh, very, uh, very, I, actually, I don't hate getting her in the sixth spot. That's pretty good. I would have taken Interstate Daydream in this spot um, as well. I agree with you, by the way, about Madurea. I do think she's the best, the second best uh, three year old going right now. I think Ness is going to show out this weekend. I think class going class with her. And so, think about how freaking royal all of these Phillies are bred. You got Curlin with Nest, Arrogate with Secret Oath, Gunrunner with Echo Zulu, and Into Mischief with Gerrymander. That's really strong. It shows the breeding matters in horse racing. And uh, very rarely do you get something outside of that kind of rank uh, for your top horses. And so, yeah, I, there you go. I Actually, that's a pretty strong That's a pretty strong group. How are you feeling about the three-year-old Philly class, Mike? Uh, I feel fair about it. Like, I, you know. I think fair is had, a good word. B plus? Yeah I, yeah, I would say B, B plus. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, what could happen here is if Nest shows out and then Matarea bounces back with a really good sprint race, we go, okay, the top of the class is really good. I right? think those that first round, that those first three horses are legit, like real legit. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I think, you know, for example, if a Jer- you know, a gerrymander jumps up, likes the distance, likes the two turns, whatever it might be, she's in into mischief, that's kind of a it's kind of a crapshoot to use an old word on this show. Um you know, but out of a hard spun mare, she should like the two turns, frankly. I do love that when she stretched out to a mile and a 16th, it was just all systems go. She seemed to love it. Uh, under Joel Rosario, who she gets back this weekend. And so, yeah, I'm just – the top of the class is really good. In an unusual way for the last couple of years, the three-year-old Philly class is actually top-heavy. Usually it's been spread out. There's been more. We're seeing that more with the three-year-old Colt class this year. And so uh, can you name the only grade one – uh, excuse me, two-time grade one winner in the three-year-old uh, class on the Colt side? Uh, ooh. The, like the, right now going on three-year-olds? Uh-huh. It is not who you think, so that's why it's good. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I can't think who it is. Who could it be? It's Cyberknife. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he wins the uh, the Haskell and he, he won the Arkansas Derby, right? So that's, that's how spread out the three-year-old class is because if you thought of – Honestly, in your head, Mike, if you had thought, who are the top three Colts right now? You might not no. have come to Cyberknife. No. That's I how mean, spread out it is, right? And so that's probably that next one, that next Yeah, that next, next yeah. four, five, six, whatever. And that's that's what's good about that class is that it they're it's deep, but we're not exactly sure who the best is. What it could lead to is a really good four year old class for the first time in a very long time. Yes. And so that would be great. Hoping we get that on the three year old Philly side as well. Um, but let's go ahead and uh Wrap up the, the the handicapping here. I think I think we lost, we lost Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, that's okay. Let's th- get this out of here, Zach. We'll go back to our normal screen here. Um, I, I'm singling Nest in the in the Alabama. I think that she sets up in a way that is. I, I'll put it this way. I think it's going to be reminiscent to Swiss Skydiver a couple of years ago. I think it's going to look like that. And so you don't even think Cigarette is even given a challenge here at all. Um. Challenge, no. Challenge, no. I, okay. I, I think I think that Nest has, has separated herself uh, that way, and and I think that you know I don't know if we've talked about this, but Wayne Lister bred both Mo Donegal and Nest. <laughs> One guy, he's got like twenty horses a year or something, and so that's a pretty remarkable thing there at Ashview Farm. Um, and so I I'm I'm on Nest. I think the one to two price, while steep, makes a lot of sense in this case. I'm not even – I don't think of Secret Oath as the second-best horse here. I actually think of Jerry Manor as the second-best horse in this field. So, oh, wow. Uh, there you go. 
I am very short in the last race, if anyone wants to check it out, but you will have to go to Green Sheet Racing to do that. Um, I actually think there are two horses in that race that make a ton of sense to be the top horses in the $35,000 claimer at the end of the day. I hate that Naira does those kinds of races at the end of the day. It's why I considered doing the uh, uh, the Grand Slam before that, but uh, instead wanted to go ahead and play that pick five. I know that people enjoy playing the pick five. So uh, just out of curiosity, if we went on to uh, third round, who would have been your pick? The next horse I would have had um, in that group is probably Shahama, actually. See, I think Shahama's probably a grade three horse, and that's where she's kind of won and you know the she one stepped that, up. You know the one that's really interesting in this group that Under has the out is Desert Dawn. Oh, okay. Because she has really outperformed her her breeding, essentially. I mean, she's by Cupid. She's an Arizona bred. Um, and <laughs> Rachel had to go. Yeah, Rachel's baby. having, yeah, baby, no, baby, whatever. No, it happens. I, I, we, yeah. Totally. Um, and so I'd probably go to Desert Dawn after that, but I think Shahama is a Munnings. It, it's a Pletcher. All the, all those connections make sense. Desert Dawn, man, that horse is going to pick off a bunch of second and thirds and a bunch of stake races going forward. And she's going to end up being, I think a really good mare. So a uh, really good brood mare, excuse me. And so, yeah, I, I've been really impressed with her. I keep waiting for her not to be good at a race <laughs> and she keeps being good at races. And sometimes horses just hang around. And, and, and if you're playing an exacta trifecta, whatever you have to include them in desert Dawn has become one of those horses. See, I see. I would have done under the stars because under the stars has got two great two wins. And yeah. um, okay. That's fair too. And uh, it beat, beat desert Dawn last time out. Um, yes, that's right. So, you know, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, so I do, I think there is a lot of parody in that, in that field. And I do uh, agree with you though, that, you know, Matarea probably on the sprint side and, and nest on the the distance side probably have separate themselves so uh and then everyone else is kind of you put them in a blender and see what happens i mean don't in a weird way put a horse in a blender Matarea reminded me of how great justify was or excuse me um not justify uh american pharaoh i was at the preakness for american pharaoh humble brag go ahead zach you can put up the <laughs> and it rained torrentially as the horses came out of the track for the preakness and they weighed uh they weighed the jockeys afterward. The average jockey was 20 pounds overweight. Wow. He still ran that great race in the Preakness, comes back front, you know, gate to wire in the Belmont. It takes that kind of horse to win the Triple Crown. It reminded me, because of that rainstorm, Matarea didn't run her race at Saratoga last time out. And she's, she's a really nice filly, a really nice filly. I love her. I tried to single her when she was running, but – didn't have it when when the conditions change and it's it's a sign of horse racing. So there you go. All right, Louie. Well, we're right under an hour and we talked a little bit, little horse racing, a lot about other stuff, but that's always good. And so uh, it was a good show, a lot of fun. Zach, I'm glad you got to chime in. Rachel, thanks for joining us. Uh, Rachel's obviously one of the best Twitter follows in horse racing. Uh, so make At sure. racing Rachel M. There, there it is. And then uh, we'll be back next time. We're gonna pay the bill and get on out of here. Thanks for listening. This has been the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Some other beginnings and